Come on, let's get this show on the road. That might be cool. Welcome back to TNBC. My name is Jason, and I am here with uh, two partners in crime in a very eventful week. Uh, partner number one, Mr. High Speed Chase. I'm Chase. You're Chase? That's me. That's you. <clears throat> Chase. High Speed Chase. And in the other corner, we've got Kevin Kev out. Clever. Brandon didn't even get anything last week, so. Or, was that last week? Yeah, we recorded with Brandon last week. He didn't get even a, a single clever name. Well, I don't know. That if was a clever name. Is clever, yeah. <laughs> that, hey, come on, that was clever. <laughs> that was super clever. That was like that was some pro level stuff right there. Kev in, Kev out. Jeez, yeah, Kev up, Kev down. I think I could have gotten a better one on the way over here. I could have stopped by Kevin Eleven and found one. Oh, oh crap! Oh. Okay, that was pretty good. That was decent. Kevin Eleven. Yeah, there you go. That was halfway decent. Um, how's it going, guys? What's uh, we got? Let's see. This week, we had all sorts of stuff. Obviously, there was a pretty big movie that came out. Um, in uh, oh, dang it, I was trying to think of some sort of joking movie to put in place of Batman v Superman, but I couldn't think of anything else that came out. Is I would, there, do you know? I would say that arguably the uh, biggest movie news of the week was the trailer for Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost wish that were the case. Um, but obviously, so we we got Daredevil and we got uh, Batman v Superman to kind of talk about a bit, but and we've seen uh, both. But I think the big news that everybody wants to hear about is my Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. <gasps> there we go. That's it. That's the one. Oh We've been gosh. searching for it. I loved it. <laughs> if you thought the first Big Fat Greek Wedding was good, wait till the second one, where presumably they've divorced but are getting married again. <laughs> In the classic Greece-EU well, manner. It's probably, it's probably like bigger and fatter and Greeker, you know? All of the above. That makes sense. I mean, if you're going for a sequel, you got to up it up. On yeah, every... it's like Die Hard 2, Die Harder. You know, it's the same thing as, I think, unilateral for sequel titles. Yeah. Every title should be yeah. er. More harder dying. Yeah, see, more harder. That would have been way better than, uh, um, oh, what was the fifth one? Too Hard, Too Dying. <laughs> what was the fifth one called? A Good Day to Die Hard. That was dumb. I, I, I like that. I thought Live Free or Die Hard was good. Because it's but... like, yeah, that's what the movie's about. I yeah, still that's think a the... good day to die hard. <laughs> I think the craziest naming scheme, uh is the Fast and Furious series. That's yes. They couldn't decide on which one they wanted to go they with. They really could not. <laughs> Every single time they're like cuz they let's see it was Fast and Furious, Too Fast Too Furious, then yeah. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Or no, sorry. So the first one was The Fast and The Furious. Yeah. Can't forget. Then that. Too Fast Too Furious, then to- then the Fast and the Furious Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift and then Just Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious and then Fast 5 and then was the sixth one Furious 6? I think I don't know. so. I know seven is Furious Seven. <laughs> yeah, so that's consistent with Furious Six. <laughs> so no, I think it's it won't just, I think it's just Fast and Furious Six, and then Furious Seven. Let's see. That's what I'm trying to see. Okay, I'm pulling up number six right now because that's the title in question. It's just called Furious. Oh no! On the poster, it is Fast and Furious Six, but then in IMDb, it says Furious Six. What? Ah. What about Furious Seven? Let's see here. Hold on. So, so Furious Seven, I believe, is. Just Furious Seven. Let's find out though. Fast and Furious Seven. I think yep, Furious gonna, Seven. Are they just gonna stick with that? Probably, but okay. So here's the thing. 
So they're not fast anymore. They're just furious. Some some posters ah. some posters say Fast and Furious Seven, and others say Furious Seven. So it's the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, and then Furious Seven. Oh my gosh! You know the next one? Bad high speed chase, <laughs> <laughs> starring Jason me. Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham playing Chase. That would. <laughs> He's got the hair for it. That's true. It's very true. Well, just um, put a wig on him, man. I'd love to see Jason Statham <laughs> with the long hair. That's a, that's something we've never seen. If he wants to do something surprising, I think I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Jason Statham has the best gig in Hollywood. Because you just tell him, hey, we've got some $5,000 suits for you to wear. All right. <laughs> we've got a hot chick for you to make out with. All, All right. right. And then we've got two more of them for you to make out with. All right. Here, you can have this Audi as well. Okay. <laughs> just, oh, and shoot some guys. And that's about it. That's all you need. <laughs> okay. Do I get to keep the guns? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> he must have the greatest garage in the world. He probably does. Now tons of cars. It. Tons of guns. If he's got the cars tons from of suits, Death Race. He's got everything he needs. That's what if he has the cars from Death Race, that's a really awesome garage. Death Race was one of those movies that was like just terrible, but really awesome oh, to it was look awesome. at. It's like Fast and Furious. I'm, uh, it's like uh, Mad Max. <laughs> Mad Max. Mad yeah. Max on a track. Well, yeah, it's like it's like Mad Max, except it has a lot less story. But it's still, I mean, it's still fun to watch, though. Yeah, sure. There's like two sequels. <laughs> There's like another one where they have dunes. Uh, oh yeah, dune buggies and stuff. Never watched it, but I saw the trailer. How I yeah. It's like when they replace the main character. It didn't have Jason Statham. Just yeah, just like the transporter. It's like you, you try and resume the franchise, but with some other knockoff of the same actor. It, and ne- it's like, eh. never works. Yeah, I like how Mark Wahlberg is a uh, knockoff of oh was Mark was Mark Wahlberg in oh are you talking yeah. about Transformers? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, no, and yeah, they didn't try to pass him off as the same character. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been weird if the, if Mark Wahlberg was the new Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Like, it's like ten years later, yeah, I just enough. grew up a lot and worked out a ton, um, and Stop gained an being accent. So, more, so annoying, yeah, exactly. But hey, it had everything you needed, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, except a good act- story. Well, did it ever have that? <laughs> Clearly, you don't need that to make those successful. That's true, I guess. Um, so anyway, to the news of the day. News of the day. Uh, there's a lot of it, but uh, first of all, it's been long rumored. I think we talked about it on the show before. Um, but Jeff Johns, the chief creative officer for DC Comics, and Ben Affleck are right now writing a Batman movie. And apparently, that is going to stem into an entire trilogy of Batman movies starring Ben Affleck. Probably directed by Ben Affleck. Yes, then. Now, none of these are uh, the same movies as Suicide Squad or either of the Justice Leagues. So he's on for seven total movies right now. That's a total of seven Bafflecks for you. That's almost as many as uh, we're getting out of the Winter Soldier. That's pretty close. He's got he's well technically he's locked in for seven with the option for two more. I think it's studio option, which is hmm. crazy. But hmm. so, so that's all he's going to be doing is Batman. I mean, probably. <laughs> that works. Yeah, it's you know I liked him as Batman. Yeah, I thought I thought he did a good job. Um, should we should we go ahead and talk about Batman v Superman right now? You're not going to save it for the finale. I mean, or the I, ending. I suppose we probably should since it's so early in the release. Um, yeah. Okay, let's devote some time to some other news and then we'll get to uh, Batman v Superman because, you know, 
we've seen it. Because we yeah. have no idea what we're doing right That's now. That's true. Um, so did you guys see the teaser that they released for the Star Wars The Force Awakens um, deleted scenes? No, do tell. Quite a lot of stuff. Uh, you get to see Kylo Ren inside the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. Um, you get to see the snow speed chase when uh, Ray and Finn are, are, you know, darting away from stormtroopers or snowtroopers, sorry. So will that be Chase's new nickname when that comes out? Oh, snow snow speed chase. Uh huh. Snow speed chase. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's cool. That'll be the perfect one. Um, but yeah, apparently there is. Let's see. There's uh, X wings preparing for light speed. There's a bunch of stuff on Jakku. Um, there's the Finn will be fine scene. I don't know what that is, and a few more. <laughs> I'm assuming he'll be fine. I guess so. We must know that he'll be fine now. Will we also see some see more scenes of JB007? <laughs> I really hope that JB007 makes it makes a comeback. Uh, I'd like to see more of that. Absolutely. Um, did you guys see the uh, the image they released for Wonder Woman? Uh, I've seen plenty of images of Wonder Woman, and all of them are spectacular. How's about the one that they released of Wonder Woman and the Amazons in promotion of uh, the new movie coming out next year? Seemed a little too far away for me to really enjoy the wonderfulness of wonder woman <laughs> that is true it's kind of it's it's tough to zoom in and see her but you do get some good robin wright in that shot robin wright with like pretty much a mohawk actually which is pretty awesome um but basically establishing that we will get a lot of the uh amazon origins for wonder woman inside this movie so from uh 1918 yeah whenever it is she's basically the captain america that dc she, well she's like if captain america and thor were the same person that's true she's both she is both, and that's what I like about it. And she's hot. And she's hot. I mean, if I were to have to choose between Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, and, and Gal Gadot, you know, probably going you, with Wonder Woman. You, I thought you were going to say Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest, probably Chris I'm Hemsworth. I'm more of a clean-cut guy, so I'll take Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I'll take Chris Bratt. Take Chris Bratt. Good. We've got all the Chris's he's, he's a good old crisp rat. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I said crisp rat. I oh, did you? crisp rat. There's a rat <laughs> on your shirt. Just reminded me. Oh, the mouse rat? Yeah. The the crisp rat? The crisp mouse rat? Mouse rat. <laughs> That'd be awesome if his middle name was Mouse. I mean, it's not, but he could change it. Then it'd be Chris, mouse, Chris rat. mouse Prat. You know, and then he just changes. He just moves over the, the, the P every once in a while. It'll work. It'll work for him. Don't yeah. you think? No. No? Not no. at all? That's awful. That's the worst <laughs> thing you've ever said. Um, so if you guys were to compare two movies, let's say, oh, I don't know, Man of Steel and Star Wars The Force Awakens, which movie had more death? Which movie? Star Wars? Which movie had more people dying? Did they well, blew up a they planet? They blew up several planets. What do you... They did. So, uh, now, which movie do you have more of a problem with the deaths of? Which, which movie do the deaths um, spit in the face of the heroism of the movie more? Well, I don't know if... There's anything that I would think the heroes could have done to keep the 15 planets from blowing up in Star Wars. So then you're saying that the the deaths in Star Wars were more justified by the plot than Man of Steel. Well, well they didn't have, have the Millennium Falcon going around blowing up all the planets with them. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Han Solo accidentally dropped a bomb and blew up a planet or something. Dude, well, I dropped like five nukes on my way over here. I'm sorry, I blew up like five planets. Look, we were about to get so boarded. Sorry. We had to unload the cargo. Then I have bad news for you guys. Because Zack Snyder wholeheartedly disagrees with you. Oh, Zack Snyder. With what? He says more people died in Man of Steel? Yep. No, he says more people died in Star Wars, yeah. and that's why the Man of Steel deaths are justified. 
Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it, it, that's it, in a galaxy far, far away, dude. Look, Zack Snyder said it, okay? If we know anything about Zack Snyder, it's that he's an arbiter of ethics. He is a he's standard straight. to be compared to. He's a straight shooter, you know? Sure is. The guy who uh, who who formed most of his uh, most of his ideals around the Fountainhead, you know, he's uh, he's a great straight shooter, and he knows a whole lot about you know heroism and saving people. I've seen Three Hundred. Uh, surely he does. Absolutely. You know, I've seen Sucker Punch. I've seen Watchmen. Guardians of Gahul. Exactly. <laughs> that's a movie. Um, yeah. No, he's Owls. he's an idiot. Here's the direct quote from Zack Snyder. Um, let's see. He said. Uh, <clears throat> so somebody somebody approached him and, and told him they couldn't think of a movie in recent memory that had uh, as much collateral damage as Man of Steel. So the quote from Zach is, I went, really? And I said, well, what about The Force Awakens? In Star Wars, they destroy five planets with billions of people on them. That's got to be one of the highest death toll movies in history. The new Star Wars movie? Just do the math. It's really cool they had a recording of him actually saying that. I know. No, that was direct from Zack Snyder. It's kind of crazy. It sounded exactly like yeah, it. Check, check it on YouTube. It's the same. Yeah, you can find it. <laughs> same thing. Um, the long and short of that is that uh, Zack Snyder's a tool. Well, he's coming up with excuses now. Yeah. Talking about other movies. Well, <laughs> besides, why should he be so upset? Movies. That's like the premise of the next movie that he's directing. Yeah. Shouldn't he go, uh, yeah. Well, what's Thanks. funny? <laughs> See Batman v Superman. What's funny is that, like, he still won't let it go, like, three years later. <laughs> three years after release, like... Isn't it... It's sort of like if you were playing darts and you were aiming for the 20, but then you hit bullseye uh-huh. on accident, wouldn't you just go, yeah, see, that's how it's done. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> I, I think that's what Zack Snyder ought to be doing. Probably. Yeah, of course. He should be bragging about all those that's people That's the whole point. Killed. Yeah. It was setting the foundation for the next movie. Come on. It was all part of the plan, guys. It's all part of the plan. Now it just seems like the next movie is like him trying to make up for the fact that he destroyed Metropolis and then had his superhero and his lady make out in the middle of Ground Zero. <laughs> so that was fantastic. That is really bad when you think about it. <laughs> it's like that's like the towers going coming down on 9-11 and then just having like two people just sitting in the middle making out. Like, really? <laughs> like one of the terrorists? Like he's the one that caused it. <laughs> like somebody, somebody that was on the airplane, maybe. Actually, no, not even on the airplane. I mean, probably like the pilot, pilot of one of the planes. Somehow he survives. It'd be like him this making is, out with somebody. This, in somehow getting, this got dark and more. This got yeah, really dark. Almost and like offensive. Someone's gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, I right. may have to start protesting your podcast <laughs> mid podcast <laughs> before anybody else. It's all right. Not enough people just have to it protest. on the record that uh, I I condemn this uh, sort of, type of behavior. <laughs> I did not participate in that. Yeah, no, that was fully me. Zack Snyder, my <clears throat> arbiter of ethics, would uh, disapprove, disapprove of this. It's not... Just come up with some excuses. <laughs> or did Jason plan this from the beginning? Maybe I did. I planned. I planned this from the beginning, guys. So I set this up. I set this up three years ago in the first part of the in the first uh, podcast that we ever recorded. If you remember back After to that, Man of Steel. You're like, I've got an idea. <laughs> three years from now, Man of Steel beams. Oh, oh, jet fuel can't melt Man of Steel beams. Um, Trump 2016. <laughs> <laughs> all right, did we cover our bases? Have I think we, we did. All the uh, anyway. Yeah, no. Let's. let's I, I think we could probably offend some more people over the the course of this podcast. Um, I think so. So that's really it for the news. Um, but I think it's time for some things from the internet, don't you, Chase? Ooh. Oh, we're already there yet? I think so. Just, I mean, there's not really much news. There. Well, actually, I guess we should talk about the teaser for uh, Lego Batman. What'd you guys think of that? 
It, uh, I thought it was fun. It set a good tone. I thought, uh, well, there is the best Batman in recent memory. <laughs> you Will <did>. Ferrell. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not Will Ferrell. It's Will Arnett. Yeah. Same thing, though, right? Yeah, they have whatever. pretty much... They're, they're the same guy. Basically. They're both in Lego Movie. It's true. Um, what'd you think... What'd you think of the trailer, Chase? Uh, I'm actually more excited to see this than Man of Steel. Or, uh, Batman, Batman v Superman. I think it's gonna be better. I'll, we'll all enjoy it more. We were talking about this before the show. Yeah. It could very well be the best Batman movie of the year. That's... And if you <laughs> saw the trailer, you also noticed that the Justice League is there. So there is... Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, you know, Colossus. All there are a lot guys. of them. Colossus. <laughs> Cyborg, whatever he is. I don't know. That, yeah. That's it. What about Martian Manhunter? He doesn't get enough attention. I, Dude, I can't wait to see some iteration of Martian Manhunter at some point. I doubt it'll be in the first Justice League movie, but I'm really hoping for the second one. Well, he got kicked out. Same as the New 52 and replaced by Cyborg. Yeah, a Teen I know. Titan. It's the worst. That is one of my least favorite things that's ever happened. Because Cy- like Cyborg, they should make a Teen Titans movie and put Cyborg in that. They shouldn't be shoehorning him into the Justice League. Well, now he's in the new Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Goodbye, yeah. Zack Snyder. Yeah. The worst. Um. Anyway, uh, oh, and also one other quick piece of news. Uh, Gary Shandling died today as we're recording he sure this. Did. Rest uh, in peace, Gary Shandling. Hail Hydra guy. Yeah. So the only thing I know whisper him. whisper a Hail Hydra over somebody's shoulder today in memory of Gary Shandling. Um <laughs> that was, Perfect. That was eerie. Uh all right. I think it's time for some things from the internet. Oh man, that was such good timing. That was great. And you ruined it by speaking over it. No, I don't care. I'll speak over it. So That's from fine. the internet, does this mean that we're just gonna find some questionable pornography to put on this podcast oh exactly this is audio pornography yeah audionography it's actually i think that is the thing isn't that pretty much what sex lines are pornography (laughs) (laughs) like i just keep changing the level on the music yeah let's not you're ruining the show (laughs) jason this is a professional it is my show to ruin um You already did that with your questionable content earlier. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is I'm I'm trying I'm going for the worst episode ever recorded here, you know. Then that way it's only it's only up. No publicity is bad, bad publicity. Exactly. Or or no ruining of podcasts is bad ruining of podcasts. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I mean it should transfer over. <laughs> so what's let's say let's say you did something fourteen years ago and decided to um decided to have it come back up into your life again let's let like let, let's say you commit a crime and it goes by 14 years after the crime and you I'd get nine so crime. i don't know what kind of crime i would have committed okay let's let, pretend you're like 50 <laughs> all right how's it going guys let's say you did something 14 years ago and only now were you arrested for it what crime do you think you would have most likely committed 14 years ago if you were if you were somebody that's you know in their middle ages right now just think of something. So, fourteen years—that'd be like what? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. What's a what's what a what's a good crime that you might have committed in two thousand two? Pirating free-to-air content uh, on my VCR and selling it as VHS copies of it. You're that's uh, you're surprisingly close. Oh, he was pirating something. No, the piracy is not the close part. Recording things from the TV. Um, VHS. not quite. VHS was very was was part of the part of the theme. 
duplicating tapes. He stole it using small black cars with green neon lights underneath. <laughs> no, those were From DVD mov- players. Moving vehicles. Those are DVD players. Oh, sorry. The, Unload the a shipment of VHSs into the back of these three Mini Coopers and drive them through the sewers. <laughs> that works, too. So, a man was arrested for not returning a VHS rental 14 years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Who wants VHS back? <laughs> right? Like, Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Who's going to take that back? Oh. I don't know either. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, a, Nor- a North Carolina man is speaking out now after he says he was slapped in handcuffs for not returning a VHS rental more than 14 years ago. And now uh, the movie's star, Tom Green, is coming to his rescue. <laughs> of all people, not the hero we deserve... The hero we needed. So, take a guess at which Tom Green movie it was that he uh, that he did never did not return. Oh, I know this one. Oh God, was it the Freddy Got Fingered one? Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> oh, that's it. There you go. There you go. Yep. There so go. he he was um, driving his daughter to school and was pulled over by Concord Police uh, for a broken tail light. And it was then that they uh, informed him that there was a warrant out for his arrest for not returning 2001 flop. Freddie got fingered. <laughs> and Tom Green uh, saw this uh, news story. Um, he was like, somebody rented my movie. <laughs> no way. Somebody actually watched that movie, maybe? What? Um, so stoked. <laughs> So Tom Green tweets out and goes, I just saw this and I'm struggling to believe it's real. Um, now, the guy, uh, what's his name? Last name Myers, first name, greatest, uh, James. <laughs> that was a Drake reference for you. Uh, he says he vaguely remembers renting the comedy, which has a 4.5 out of 10 on Rotten or on IMDb right That's now. Generous. That's better than Batman v Superman. <laughs> like, for real. How many Razzies do you think this movie won? Four. Five. Four or five. What's up, Brandon? How you doing? Brandon you want to join in? Stop by the studio. Brandon can't join in the watchtower. Here, come speak into the mic. We're, we're on a podcast He's saying here. goodbye to the production team before he leaves Jeez. on his... I'm just packing to go to this crappy place called Costa Rica. Oh, that's a dumb place. Costa Rica's yeah, the worst. Like, Why would you even bother coming up to the watchtower before then? You just gonna, are, you, are you trying to save on airfare rates by using the Zeta Beam to come up to the watchtower and then having it beam you back to Costa Rica? Is that what you're doing? Because that's using company property for... Uh, for personal gain. You know, if you had the <laughs> portable studio like I've been pitching for the longest time, we could just take this show to Costa Rica with Brandon. And I'm, down with have to be out I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Tell you what, you guys you guys can uh, can get the budget for that, and I'll, f- I'll gladly do it. How are you flying down there? Spirit Airlines? <laughs> Delta? No, Turkish Airlines. United. United. Wow. Lame. Cool. Save those miles. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, he so he thought he'd arrive at the police station and get it sorted out. Sorted out. Instead, he found himself booked for a th- Class 3 misdemeanor, which is punishable for a fine up to $200. He has a court date scheduled for April 27th. So, uh, who wants their movie back? <laughs> you never the, said. The poli- so, nobody wants the movie back. It's that there was a warrant out for this back in I don't know what year. You can- so How somebody, do you get a so warrant So, somebody out? tried to press charges for it. Yeah, because uh, they must have 
like reported it to the police after a long enough time of them trying to contact the guy. I'm guessing what happened is once the like this is probably a video company that started going bankrupt and they're like crap, how can we get some money back? Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. So they went through all of their missing records and went, "Okay, we're pressing charges against all of these people." You know, and told them, "Hey, we're going to do that unless you pay the amount." And yeah. Most everybody went, "Oh, okay." And then he <laughs> called their bluff and it was a poor choice. Yeah. Cuz now 14 years later or whatever. <laughs> I didn't know that could happen. Oh, That's yeah. so crazy. I'm never renting a VHS. That's the difference ever again. between a civil and criminal suit. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, Tom Green talked to the New York Daily News and said that uh, his direct quote is, "If it's 200 bucks, of course I'll pay it for him, just for the principle of the thing." So basically, Tom Green's also broke because um, <laughs> he put the caveat of if it's 200 bucks. <laughs> anything more than that i think I, what you mean the 200 dollars is going to uh remove all his liquidity he's done he, that's all he has not yeah. in his wallet in the bank exactly tom, tom green's basically just gonna go bankrupt to to pay this guy's fine poor tom green <laughs> well anything you gotta do to get back in the limelight hey testicular cancer it really bleeds the cash for you that's it really does did tom green have testicular yeah. cancer oh i didn't know that yet. yeah i mean i was i was too young to really be super aware of tom green Okay, Brandon keeps talking without a mic, so if you're going to talk, come get a mic and, and freaking talk for a yeah, little geez, while. Yeah, jeez, dude. Come on, bro. Wire yourself up, and don't do the thing like Jason does where he keeps talking to you about you know how you should have a microphone, and as he does that, moves further away from his own microphone. It's a great call. It's a great call. It is a great call, and I realize that I have cords, but uh, my microphones are out in my car. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you can come share a mic with me if you want. Just stand real close. You could just talk into my mic nope, if you want to. That was to. a bad idea. Look, you broke the mic already. <laughs> Basically, do you remember that song that Tom Green did? My bum is on the cheese. My bum is yeah, on the cheese. Yeah, I, bum do, is on I the... do recall that one. And then surprisingly, he gets testicular cancer. Weird. It's that weird European cheese. Put his bum on everything. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know how the testicles are connected to the body, but it's not through the bum. But once you put your bum on something, it most likely your balls are going to also touch that thing. Well, yeah, depending on how you're slapping. Yeah, yeah. And if it's something really big, like your fat something, then you're going to get testicular cancer. Just put in your bum. Like, my bum is on the radioactive thing. My bum is on the radioactive thing. And then... I believe don't you remember that's that part how of the most song? nuclear facilities work. Yeah, I don't remember that part of the song. Oh come on! You didn't want to share the mic and like kiss each other? No. No. Watch <laughs> Spider-Man across the mic. It'll be nice. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> so do you guys? You guys remember the uh, the Reese's commercial with the uh, the two you know trucks with the chocolate and the peanut butter, right? Yes. You remember that? What? The, so so the, the, the guy getting his, his chocolate and the other guy's peanut butter or whatever, and... and what was that? Nothing. What was that? No, no go ahead. What'd you say? Go ahead. Go What'd you say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Are we going to get him fight? I don't know. Right now. I'm not sure. Um, so so if, there were, if there were ever two ingredients to be combined by two trucks crashing together, um, what, what would you prefer they be? Coke and Mentos. <laughs> that would actually be funny. Yeah. How... What do you think the 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 ex, like as far as the explosion, the range that that explosion of Coke and Mentos reaching? If two semis were full of them, how? What do you think the maximum like fallout range would be? Well, I imagine they're all individually wrapped and packaged <laughs> properly, so I don't. 
I don't Besides, see a I don't there. see them coming out of the container. I mean, I think that would be a safety hazard. Those trucks wouldn't be on the road. Well, what if? Okay, what if it was three trucks? Then there was there was one full of bottles of Coke, another one full of Mentos, and another one full of razor blades. Uh, razor blades don't cut through aluminum. I'm not. Besides, I'd be. I said, no, no, I said bottles right. of Coke. Uh, water oh. bottles. Yeah. Not in the water bottles. Coke bottles. Coke bottles. Yeah, like the plastic ones. Yeah, the plastic ones. But they still got to get into the truck. I'm not sure how this. Razor works. blades have each individual <laughs> well, when, one. Has well, when the trucks when the trucks collide, can openers, When the trucks collide with each other, that's where the that's where the aluminum gets ripped off of the semi trailers, and then everything spills out. I think they should go check on the drivers because that would be horrific. <laughs> Three people crashing into each other at the same time that had to be planned. Is this an insurance scam? I don't know what the deal is, but I'm yeah, pretty so, sure that Mentos and Coke are pretty sizable companies. They would investigate that. I don't think they'd have to pay for it. <laughs> I hate your realism right now. <laughs> Just, I don't care about who pays for it. I care about the the amount of explosion that happens with the mental conglomerates. I can't see them being that irresponsible. <laughs> Okay, let's say it's one truck carrying razor blades, Coke, and Mentos. Because one the local driver. The, yeah, the, the local. Of the... So, so it was a Fast and Furious style heist where they stole Coke, Mentos, and razor blades, and then they got wrecked by the, Hang let's on. say, the military. So maybe it's a truck that's trying to, like, drive over the Grand Canyon, and he figures, <laughs> hey, I could, like, go off of a jump and make it most of the way, but if I sort of tilt the truck... Maybe the Mentos and the Coke will combine and explode and give me that extra propulsion across the Grand Canyon. I can see that happening. Yeah, or maybe maybe a it's a bombing conspiracy. Maybe it's somebody who is driving with men- a truck full of Mentos and Coke and like he wants to... That melt steel beams, yeah. That melt steel beams, exactly. I think we're on to Fast and Furious 8. <laughs> there we go. Fast and Furious 8. Dude, those Dodge uh, Chargers can drag a safe down the street. I'm pretty sure they can handle this. Yeah, but the Batmobile drags Dodge Chargers down the street. Oh, so, that's true. That's very true. Very true. It also uh, flings abandoned cars into... Like, okay, that little scene when it's dragging the car behind it and then he bounces it off of something else to hit the other car was that then the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen that whole hey, scene was ridiculous hey guys remember when we said we weren't going to tell you all about batman v superman it's i mean it's just not kidding. all we about it did. we just did it's not all about that's it that's yeah. like that was one, just one that's scene like one that's scene. one tiny little component but that was a, that was a little ridiculous we're gonna, the, we're gonna spoil the crap out of this movie in about if you like dodge chargers yeah. this is not the movie for you that's, that's a challenge true. i think at both, uh, they they had challengers, chargers, and I think Durangos. Yeah, but they smashed. The oh, char- and the remember when uh, Bruce Wayne, multi-billionaire Bruce Wayne, is cruising into town to go to his building during He's the in a Jeep. Uh, firefight? It's the Jeep Compass, the thirty-two thousand dollar SUV of your. Well, dreams. that's that's because he just grabs that he just grabbed one of the cars that was on the helipad. Yes, Jeep Compass. That's what would be? Yeah. On the I thought it was uh, something else. What was those other ones? Oh, hey. Uh, it's a small, crappy, not suv Somebody found Mountain Dew Black Label. No way. Yeah. I told you about that like six months ago. Come on now. Well, not you, Jason. So Mountain Dew Black Label. What's the story behind Mountain Dew Black Label? So it's a test Mountain Dew. Uh, they've got it in 16-ounce cans, and they're selling That's them cool. primarily at uh, uh, college campuses and around there. Uh-huh. Their hope and goal is to see how much they can sell of a certain product with limited availability and no marketing to uh-huh. understand what their brand value is amongst their most uh, anxious followers. So if they do nothing and they just put out a drink that no one knows about, which people will go and find out about it and how much will it spread? <laughs> so they know how much we don't have to spend on advertising. I see. Because those guys will still buy our crap. Now it says it's, true. it's Mountain Dew with crafted dark berry. Yes. So is it dark pitch, berry? Is it pitch it grows black? On the dark trees. 
Is it pitch black? No. No? Ah. Uh, oh, it's probably that, that Dark Knight flavor. Because yeah. I think that one was called Dark Berry, wasn't it? No. This is like but a it's, new it's, flavor. It's pretty delicious. I mean, delicious just like all of your Mountain Dews are. Did you um, already taste it? Mm-hmm. Have you had it? Yeah. Where'd you find it? I found it up at the UVU. Really? Yeah. In fact, so I are sold we it giving it free publicity right now? Yeah, we are. Free yeah. marketing. See, this is exactly what podcast. they want to know. This is what they're, yeah, this is what they're experimenting with. How this many exactly what they want. comic book podcasters right will uh, will talk about their <laughs> product? Please. I think they already <laughs> knew. wonder how much uh, the, mount- the <laughs> comic book guys will talk about Mountain Dew. It's like, I wonder how much Code Red is being drunk by guys that play Halo 5. <laughs> like, uh, all of it. Do you see your sales figures? That's where they went. Code Red was like... The ultimate was? Xbox drink. Like, I mean, it still kind of is, but it's kind of been supplanted by a few other, like, mostly Monster. But, like, let's say back when, like, the original Xbox came out in, like, 2002. Yeah. I think Code Red is now relegated to PC gaming. It, oh, definitely. That's, the PC gamers with, at. like, the wrist guards and... Well, and plus, they're also concerned about how much weight they're gaining, so they go with the Diet Code Red. <laughs> they have Diet Code Red? <laughs> they, yeah, they do. Uh, what a waste. Clearly. <laughs> Well, yeah. if you're sitting on a com- you know in front of a computer all day, it makes more sense. Duh. <laughs> I don't think they. If you're sitting on a computer all day, nobody really cares if it's diet or what they look like. Yeah, that's fair. Or if they're trying to impress anybody. So it's not on the internet. Did you guys hear about this teen AI that that Microsoft did? Oh yeah, lasted a glorious like twenty four hours. hours. <laughs> Eight hours? What is it? No, well, uh, it was eight hours until it became racist. It was 24 hours until it was shut down. So there were 16 hours became, of awesome racism in 20, yeah. Trump 2016-ness. It went from, like, teen girl to, like, racist to Hitler-loving to sex robot. Like, it just, it just had this downward tra- trajectory that went so fast. So, yeah, Microsoft deleted it. that's how the it. AIs are going to take over. It's freaking... It's so weird. Like, oh, wow, yeah. Like, one of the tweets, I effing hate feminists and they should all die and burn in hell. And Hitler was right. I hate the Jews. Those are that's not me talking. That is the teen AI robot that Microsoft developed. Zack Snyder was about to be upset with you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's pretty funny. It's, that's actually really so funny. It's the sort of thing that you imagine you would hear in a uh, presidential campaign. <laughs> it's not. It's not terribly weird. It's really catching on well. Microsoft's AI is very good. Yeah. It knows. It knows it's what's hitting with voters news. right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. So perhaps the AI is going to be running at some point. And <laughs> perhaps it would even do a better job than normal government does. It might. You never know. Um, well, I guess is it, is it time for us to get, get into the meat uh, of the show? I, I think it is. So uh, if you don't want to be spoiled for things beyond Dodge Chargers and Challengers, now's the time to yeah. uh, hit mute but still complete the uh, podcast. <laughs> so we, we are going to talk about Batman v Superman and probably a good amount about Daredevil. You said you're up through episode nine right now, Kevin? Yeah. Okay. You haven't finished yet? No. Jeez, man. <laughs> it's been like a whole four days. Come yeah, on. man. I watched the whole thing in one day. This isn't House of Cards, okay? <laughs> I, I can take it a little slower. I'm the opposite. I, I watch House of Cards really slow, but Daredevil, I, I burn through. No, it's it's the uh, edge of your seatness of House of Cards. Edge of your seat of House of Cards. Dude, edge of your seat, Daredevil. Yeah, have you seen The Punisher? Yeah. No, it's it's it, House of Cards is more visceral. <laughs> it's much better that way. I suppose. Um, all right, so which one, which should we talk about first? Should we talk about Batman v Superman? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let's do that one. <sighs> so that comes out tomorrow, people. Yeah, well, as now, we're recording yesterday. 
you'll be so this episode comes out Tuesday, Friday. so it's been out it's been out for a few days now that last you've seen weekend. It. it came out last weekend. Yeah. It came out over the weekend. Um Why do we even see movies early? I don't I don't understand mm. the point. It's just for fun. So we can think about it. Yeah, because no, we can. Else. That's right. I've <laughs> seen it. What's funny is I saw it once with Chase and once with uh, with you. So I went out again. Yeah, I saw it two. I saw it Monday and Tuesday for the screenings. It was kind of. It was a lot of movie. In One two to ten. Days. How bored were you the second time? <laughs> second time I was kind of bored. <laughs> I, I think I. I think I, I missed the first like five minutes, like the whole opening montage, because I was waiting on a friend who wasn't able to and it wasn't able to to show up because he was caucusing and the lines were so crazy. Um... What a caucuser. Well, yeah, right? What a caucus sucker. Um, and and then I, I went to the bathroom for like probably another 10 minutes somewhere during the wow. day. Yeah. So you Look missed that. Nothing. That's an interesting bathroom break. It was. Well, like, I just can... I went out and I was like, you know what? I should probably just check my phone while I'm out here. So I sat and kind of checked my phone while I was in the bathroom. And I was like, okay, I guess I should get back in the movie now. It was like right around the courtroom scene. Which one? Spoiler. There's courtroom <laughs> scenes. We already we already gave him a spoiler warning. We're done warning about spoilers. Um, okay, what did you guys think of the movie? Incredibly disappointed, but and yet like still stoked that there was some stuff that I really liked. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the most mixed feelings I've ever had about a movie. You, yeah. could, you could enjoy this movie. Um, objectively... You should be able to enjoy it subjectively since you've seen so many Batman movies before and you've seen the Superman movies and you've also seen all the Marvel movies. You go, somehow I liked it, but I expected more, so I'm disappointed. Exactly. Yeah. Like this was supposed to be sort of, um, you know, an ultimate superhero movie. And that's how it was pitched to us. That's how it was uh, put in the trailers. Yeah. And it wasn't so ultimate. It was more of, hey, here's a trailer for other movies that are coming. Yeah. I I think the problem was they were trying to do too many things at once. Mm-hmm. And they had a screenwriter who really wanted to tell an epic war of gods, existential man versus, you know, the the higher powers type of story. And then you had a studio and a director who wanted to be like, but then we're going to tease all this cool shit. Like, it just conflicted too much. And so you get an entire, like, 30 minutes in the middle where they're just like, hey, here's some other stuff that's going to happen at some point. I don't know. But I, I think we're done with the uh, godlike Superman. Like, is he a god? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Nobody freaking cares because we already know he's a good guy and he's going to be in the Justice League and be awesome. So just get to that. Please. I'm sick of him being Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sick. Like, it was heavy-handed enough in Man of Steel with the Christ imagery where, like, he's constantly, like, having his arms spread out and there's, like, angelic music playing around him. It is kind of annoying. Like, it could only be crazier if it's like he dies and then comes back to life. <laughs> like, if they do that, it's just they've gone too far. They've jumped the shark. I have bad news for you, Kevin. What? <laughs> that dude's coming back. Oh, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. They killed Superman. Yeah. Twice. I know. They. Movie. <laughs> I thought that they were going for the, the death of Superman, kind of like, oh, hey, look, we made him die but come back to life. But we killed him again. Yeah. Well, because they, they basically did, like, they did the, he's almost dead because Batman just beat the crap out of him. And then he gets back to health because, you know, dude does okay. And then he goes up in space and blows up the nuke. And so now he's, he's like he is in uh, The Dark Knight Returns, you know, after the nuclear fallout. He's like, uh, blah, blah. and then you think he's dead. 
And then he comes back and then stabs Crypt's Knight through his chest. No, 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 you forgot. Because no, then that he also had to, he had to carry the uh, staff, and then he almost died from that. <laughs> That's true. Well, no, no, he had to go and swim and get the staff, and then he almost died. Then he had to fly with the staff, and he almost died. So basically, For being it was the an... one that's the godlike person, he's the... He sure he... does almost die a lot. I know, the human guy is over there like, yeah, whatever, I, <laughs> I killed you like twice. I know, he like doesn't break a bone, doesn't ever come really close to death. Like, he gets, he gets bruised, and that's about it. Also, one super lame reporter is the cause of almost all his deaths. That's true. I mean... She's pretty terrible. Let's be, like, worst character by far, no matter what, is I, always going to be Lois Lane. I didn't mind her as much in this movie well, as yeah, I have in other instances. Yeah, she's the best Lois Lane she can possibly be, which is still pretty effing crappy. Yeah. Because she, I mean, it's like they they tried to not make her a damsel in distress. Did they, though? Because grievance number one. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, they they somewhat tried to, but then still made her... The you know line I hated from her? Huh. Like, where she's all, we can't, I don't know if this will work. You can't be with me and still be Superman, because, you know, you'll always, I'm like, how about you just don't go and interview terrorists, huh? <laughs> what, if, what if you just don't show up in terrorist camps and assume everything's going to be okay? Maybe that'll be Yeah, a good what idea. if you don't pull a Sean Penn? Just- yeah. <laughs> like, if Sean Penn was lamer and then got held up at gunpoint in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, well, duh, duh. I think I think my biggest problem with and also oh, go ahead. I'm just saying I think my biggest problem with Zack Snyder's take on Superman and even this whole universe is how pessimistic it is. It's just insanely like depressing and like oh yeah here's all the the hardships of being a hero like here's here's all the things that suck about about having powers. But you do get to hang out with Wonder Woman, so. <laughs> but even then, like I don't know. Actually, Batman almost dies. Does he almost die? Wonder Woman saves him. He almost got a direct blast from Doomsday. Oh, that's true. And then Wonder Woman's like, They changed it from the trailer. Yeah, because when he... That's like the only surprise in the entire movie, aside from the other one that we'll talk about in a minute. Uh But yeah, every awesome thing in this movie was already in the trailer. Most of them. Yeah, except for like the one we're probably going to talk about pretty soon, which is the one you were freaking out next to me going, Oh oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh! That's what you did. That's what you sounded like. Which and one? Everybody in the theater heard you. Is, um, when uh, <clears throat> he's trying to... He's on the bat computer, whatever he is. Oh. He finds the, the file. The file with... Uh, oh, and when Before Flash... File. When Flash comes through that void or whatever. Yeah, in some like robot suit. Yeah, okay, that, that was, was... pretty cool. That was That's freaking sick. That's the only sick. surprise in the movie. That's true. Which is super disappointing, because I felt like this movie would have been so amazing if like... Um, all of a sudden, Doomsday shows up, and it's like, oh, unbelievable. I was yeah. not expecting that at all, but I was. And the Doomsday, or the dark side symbol. Mm-hmm. The uh, Omega his, symbol. Yeah, his Omega symbol and the, his weird dream. I would have been like, oh, my gosh, that's so sick, if I hadn't already seen it, like, months and months in advance. Yeah. that I know. Because, yeah, they, they showed that in the trailer, like, last year, huh? No, that was, that was pretty recent. It's okay, though. They tried to throw us off by giving Batman dream sequences and then showing the dream sequences in the trailers. I know. Well, that's the thing. What? Oh, this movie's going to be so crazy. No, that didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks. The the dark side tease was pretty crazy, like all the parademons flying through the air and the Omega symbol and and the the apocalypse flames coming through. The possible um, apocalyptic future that might... um, have something to do with Lois Lane being the key, so she's going to yeah. be a lot in a lot more of these movies <laughs> as uh, as the key. She's the key to everything. 
So I guess I that makes sense. You guys sense. love her, as you just explained. I know. Well, yeah. Now that now that Superman's dead, I guess it makes sense. Sort of what he's saying is like Lois Lane's the key, and you have to bring us all together because something, you know, obviously something to do with with Superman coming back. But that was that was a little like that was the part that really got me excited is Flash coming through and telling Bruce that he had to he had to bring them all together and that he like whatever is coming they but need he to didn't be prepared notice, for it. He's like, he's like, oh, it was just a dream. No, because he's still, when he was talking to Wonder Woman about... Um, I just have a feeling. Yeah, about assembling the Justice League. He's like, I just have a feeling. You mean that guy that came through a strange portal and woke you up? <laughs> you well, I'm sure, I'm sure if he said... Something s- weird's going on, I don't know what. I'm sure if he said some guy in a containment suit came through a void while I was sleeping... <laughs> just she imagine probably, Wonder Woman no, no, taking Wonder a couple Woman steps back. Been like, <laughs> yeah. I think she would have been okay. like, I've seen crazier. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Come check out my new movie. Also... <laughs> I don't really quite understand why she cares so much about Superman. It's not like she knew him at all. Yeah, she really, I don't even think they talked. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he only Superman only casually refers to her to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's she? <laughs> that's literally that's the, only that's interaction. That's the only interaction. <laughs> then, then she shows up at his funeral. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. The <laughs> only thing. Actually, chick? no, no, no. Hang on. She didn't show up at the funeral. She showed up after the funeral to hang out with Batman. Yeah. Well, and then he says, so "I got a feeling." Then that's it. They walk off. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. that was a long drive to say that. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman never referred to Superman. No, Superman referred to her by saying, "I thought she was with you," and that was it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So I don't know why she was there. You yeah. Know. Well, no, she was looking for a picture. Oh, yeah, okay. Time. I was gonna. That's sorry. I, was, I answered my own question. I was like, "What she, was she doing in the movie in the first place?" Yeah. She was after Lex. She was. Yeah. She was trying to get her stuff back from Lex Luthor. You guys want to talk about Lex Luthor? Let's talk about Lex Luthor. I thought Jesse Eisenberg was uh, pretty Jesse Eisenberg, and um... the worst part of the movie by far. See, that's the thing. I think if you if you hate Jesse Eisenberg, you're going to hate his Lex Luthor. I hate his Lex. Luthor. I thought we they had we had established that having the son of the bad guy taking up the mantle of the bad guy is a bad idea. You know, from Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, uh, this is even worse than that. Well, so the I think the problem is that. Zack Snyder, I don't think has ever read a comic book. He's I think he's I think, a pretty big fan, according to himself. I think the only interpretation of Lex Luthor he knows is Lex Luthor Kevin from Smallville. Spacey. No, not even maybe Kevin Spacey, but Lex Luthor from Smallville. What about Gene? Uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah, I, I think very similar. He was trying to. I think he disregarded Gene. that. Well, so so I think Jesse Eisenberg was kind of doing a little bit more just Gene Hackman yeah. style, but yeah. I think that and Zack Kevin Snyder. Spacey. I don't know. That's not the Lex Luthor I know of from the comic books. That's the one I know from the movies, which yep. I freaking hate, and I thought they were going to be done with that. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying is it feels like Zack Snyder's influence for all of these characters is the movies, and so his, especially because there's never really been a, an accurate Lex Luthor in the movies, it kind of that's what I thought. does come across that. I way. thought this was it was unclear what Lex Luthor and LexCorp did. <laughs> yeah. Like, are are they like a Google or do are, are they a chemical company? I don't under why why does he have a basketball court in the entrance of his office? I don't. Yeah. He's like don't an evil that. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he goes from Mark Zuckerberg to now becoming a chemist. Yeah, like well, that's the thing is like, yeah, he's messing like because yeah, supposed, it, is he still super smart and whatnot? Yeah, must be. Like it feels smart. like because yeah, in the in the in the movie, it it, it feels like it's a software company. But then he's like, oh, yeah, and I'm doing all these things with chemicals and stuff. And she's like, wait, what? And he has a boat. <laughs> and he has a boat. Cool. Although Lex Luthor has had a boat in every, in almost every Superman, or in every appearance he's made in the movies. Yeah, he's always on a big cruise yeah. ship or something. Superman Returns, Superman 2. Um, what were his motives 
and the intent of uh, this. Like, he's just crazy. Like, he wants to he was, bring Darkseid. Well, he, he was... <sighs> That's, like, all I can think of is... At the end, he's, like, a loony in the loony bin, just so, being crazy. And I'm like... I think initially his goal was to get both Batman and Superman out of his way. Uh, well, initially it was to get Superman out of his way, and then Batman meddled with him, and so he goes, okay, let's kill two birds with one stone here. Um, so he tricks Batman. Let well, me say that again. He tricks Batman into fighting Superman. Yeah. Batman, the greatest well, detective no. on the planet. Batman, well, yeah, but when Batman you... stole the kryptonite, then it became a, well... Let's make lemonade out of lemons. No, he planned it from the beginning. That, that's true. He did have the thing where he said, Wally. The, yeah. He set that all Wally up. Wally Keefe, when, he, when he's sending in the, you let your family die. And he's like, all you got to do is, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of, you let your family die, and yeah. the Dark Knight shows up. I think maybe he and wanted he to, know I think he wanted, he to, I think it's that he wanted to take Superman out, and so he was using that to make Batman take Superman out. And then when Batman messed with him, he goes, okay, I'll take Batman being dead, too. I thought it was, he was trying to plan this from the beginning. Like, you know, the big reveal that he was, he's the one that masterminded this whole thing. Uh Which wasn't, you know, very shocking to me. (laughs) I was like, oh, well, I guess Lex Luthor, yeah, that'll work. Regardless, it's clearly, uh, you know, confusing and unclear in the movie, so... Well, yeah, so then the whole dark side thing where he's like, he's already coming, the bell has been rung, whatever. I think the that... The are coming. Yeah. I think that was because of his trip in the Fortress of Solitude. I think all the information that the Fortress of Solitude told him was was what caused all of that to happen. The, the bell has been rung and all that stuff, yeah. So I, don't, I still don't understand how he took command of the ship. <laughs> well, he got General Zod's body and stuck it in there and then... You know, put his blood in there. And I know. It was all, uh, all cool. I like that he fools right, the fingerprint yeah. scanner with Zod's fingerprints. But then when he gets in, it goes, you're Lex Luthor. Do you want to take command? And you're like, well, then what? But, uh, the fingerprints? What? Why didn't he just what? cut It's cool hand. that he knew that he needed to have, you know, the fingerprints. It is also... I was wondering the same thing. Just cut the hand off. What, 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 yeah. When it's he also weird. Body, he could have just, like... He didn't even have to cut it off. He didn't want to go all gruesome. Carry the body, yeah. If you want to hang out with a dead well, General Zod. Didn't also, it not also feel weird that fingerprints were the uh, yeah. the way that these highly evolved aliens are unlocking their things? Like retina scanners, maybe? Or some sort of... like. Well, if it knew it was Lex Luthor, I'm pretty sure it would know if General Zod came It could just, you know, in. figure out, oh, hey, Lex. Yeah, you can't open this door. <laughs> yeah, like, because it recognized him as soon as he entered the room, so it's almost so, like... He, but he had to stand inside the water stuff, so it's different. <laughs> it's different. It's almost like the door was created, like, 50 years before the actual room was created, and so the technology is that there's a huge gap between the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a resto mod, you know? It's a, it's an old car, but it's got new internals. Exactly, exactly. You're putting, like, a... It's like... It's almost like if you were to take like a uh, an old ADT security system from like 1990 and then put it with like a, a you know smart home system we on the also inside. We created a Nest thermostat. Yeah, so exactly. It's a smart system. Like yeah, our system still has a hardwire going to the telephone pole, but we have Nest. <laughs> You'd make a great real estate agent, right? There you go. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a shortcoming there. Um, uh, what is Doomsday, and how did he get created? So He's quickly. General Zod, I guess. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, he used the. Um, it's like what Ryan Reynolds... you needed some of your own blood. Yeah, what was sacrifice. It's basically the what they did in Wolverine Origins, right? Shit, it kind of is the, with Deadpool. Deadpool, but not Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, with the, fake Deadpool. The Deadpool. The d- dead pool of mutants. Yeah, pool <laughs> of death. 
Or yeah, the the pool. That's what they said, the pool of dead mutants. Oh, so he he just went into the de- the pool of death. Mm-hmm. Hey, there mm-hmm. you go. That actually makes sense. Doomsday came water. out. Because well, because yeah, because Michael Shannon plus Jesse Eisenberg equals giant rage monster. Duh. You know that's when you combine those two characters together or those two actors together. That's what you get. You that know, sounds sure. about right to me. Yeah, they you combine the the size of the two actors together and they're they're Zod's doomsday. anger and Jesse Eisenberg's ugly face. <laughs> I, I am confused at how he got so big and mos- monstrous, though. Like, what? I, 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 it seemed to imply that that was because he was dead before? No, it's because, you know, it doesn't make sense. Okay, just leave it alone. It's a, it's a DC movie. Just it's enjoy the movie. Oh, it should no, make sense, though. No, it's a DC movie. It doesn't have to. If it, it has anyone other than just Batman, it won't make sense. It's well, So the hard part is, like, it's pretty hard to make the origin story of Doomsday less convincing than it already is in the comics, but somehow... But Zack Snyder is an, an amazing <laughs> director. He can do it. Somehow he managed to do it. That's that. I think that was the part that bothered me the most, was like, the, it could have been cool. Like, it could have been like, oh yeah, this makes sense for, for you know, General Zod's body, turn it into Doomsday, whatever, but like, there was no explanation as to why it went so giant and freaky. I don't know. I was just disappointed that he didn't kill Superman with the moon. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> waiting for the the injustice gods among us death. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I so so do you think it is dark side that's the the villain for um Justice League? Yeah. Yeah, you think that's what Luther was talking about? How what, what? spoiler alert, that's racist. <laughs> that, um we've done it. We've offended everybody. Everybody. We're done. We're finally done with the offense. Um I don't know. I there was a lot that I liked about this movie. That's the hard part about it. Is like there's so many moments in the movie that are really cool. Was Alfred cool in everything that he did? I thought so. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He got very limited screen time. He Probably did like ten minutes. Could have done with more. Gal Gadot, same thing. Yeah, I could have used more of her. I have a feeling you really like. <laughs> they could have filled the entire movie with her. That's fine by me. <laughs> they could call this movie Wonder Woman. Wonder That's Woman fine. v Wonder Woman. Dawn of Wonder Woman. Dawn of Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman and Batman. I don't need Superman <laughs> that, anymore. Yeah, I don't even know. I, maybe Alfred and Wonder Woman. That's all. There we go. We're fine. I did. I did I like, like the uh, Bruce Wayne getting out of bed and having just a random woman laying in that bed and not even referring to it. I was wondering. I did enjoy. I was like, <laughs> he's a Playboy billionaire philanthropist. Yeah. This one, he doesn't pretend to be a Playboy. <laughs> he, he just is. is. Yeah. And I like that. And he's an alcoholic. He doesn't. He's not the Christian Bale pretending to drink. He's he's actually an alcoholic. Cool. <laughs> that was great. Kind of Batman. He's he's like he's Daniel Craig's James Bond. I think is basically what he is. He's driving an Aston Martin. He's drinking a ton. He's getting old. He's buff. He's got so few fucks to give. Yeah. It's just he's given up at this point. Well, he, not given up. He just doesn't. He doesn't care. Like <laughs> it's sort of like. Uh, when celebrities reach a certain point that they don't give a crap what uh-huh. the tabloids say, I think Batman is to that sense where I don't care what citizens say. <laughs> he's he's reached Kanye West level of I don't care. Well, no, no, no. It's very different. <laughs> Kanye still cares. Come on. He says he doesn't care. That's fair. He's at the point where he he doesn't even care enough to say that he doesn't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm going to brand these bastages. <laughs> he's gotten to the point where that he, is cool. he will just kill whoever gets in his way that's true i mean i i wonder I'll shoot a grenade in your mouth i don't, I don't <laughs> f off you're oh. wasting my time it'll take me four seconds longer to not kill you so <laughs> sorry homie <laughs> you're dead how, how many people do you think he killed in this movie i don't know because i feel like he probably killed as many people as john wick killed 
Yeah, I'm pr- and I'm pretty sure he's not going to have any flashbacks to like, oh, I shouldn't have killed that guy. No, no, no. It's just like he's stacked up enough now that it's it's a blur. It's like, I don't care, I don't care, Well, I, I thought care. at the beginning and during his flashback in the post-apocalyptic uh-huh. uh, future, like he's shooting people yeah. in the gut with his pistol that he has on hand at all yeah. times. So he's killing people, and I was like, oh, maybe that's because it's like, oh. It's the fear, yeah. Like, the world's already over, and this is what he's got to do. And then he just started throwing cars at other cars and grenade launchers and blowing up. Seriously. And he's like, ha, well, you're dead. Okay, that, so that part when he just grabs the car on the slingshot and starts dragging it behind him, I thought that was going to be so cool. I was like, oh, he's about to like swing this around and hit, you know, hit someone straight with it or whatever. But then what he does with it is he takes it and like releases it so that it runs into a trailer and then bounces off of that trailer into a cement barrier and then flips up over onto a car. Yeah, he's I thought Batman. that was kind of lame. That was dumb. Like, why? Oh why no, a car fell on top. Like, yeah, really, cars can flip over and still be fine on its on its uh, roof. Totally. So when another car falls on a car, it's the yeah. same thing. Because I thought I thought what he was going to do is slide around a corner and sling, you know, like and slingshot the car around and slam it into another car and like yeah. knock that car over. Or something. That's what any reasonable person would have done. Right, Zack Snyder. No. no. Or when he, rather than drive through the semi that he probably could have easily driven through, he decides to drive through a brick wall in a building, which is somehow easier. Hey, man, it looked cool. <laughs> it did look cool. I feel like, because, like, that tanker, his car could have almost fit underneath that tanker. Like, it might have shredded it a little bit. He didn't want to kill the guys. <laughs> and also... He's what- Batman. He doesn't... Ki- wait. No, but what was the deal of him like drifting into Superman? I feel like he could have easily avoided Superman, but no, he just drifted right into him and then got just like smacked like. (laughs) Well, he didn't see him until until mid drift. Uh, Mid drift. Well, yeah, but we sort of saw the expression of. (gasps) Yeah, it's Superman. I I think it's mostly just because he wanted to have that moment, which it was a pretty cool moment when the car just crashes into Superman and goes flying. Like that was. And then no more Batmobile. Yeah, I know. Actually, he drives it home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did love that. He's going like 100 miles an hour into his garage as the car's sparking and has that, no top. That was probably the worst CGA. I feel like there should have been a scene of him driving and like not there to the Batcave yet, but still driving it. Like, yeah. Oh, me. Covering like his face from all the wind that's getting in his eyes. He's like, like he's, red He's got to stop after two miles to like change a tire. Like, oh, son of a bitch. It stalls and somewhere. And he turned around and some kid stole the wheels to the Batmobile. <gasps> Jason Todd tease. <laughs> Um, I would, I would uh, where'd I put the bat jack? <laughs> I uh, I did love Kate. The bat cave was sick. Bat cave was pretty cool. It was amazing. Like that was far like very modern, super modern. Uh, also, was it kind of lame that uh, Wayne Manor was just like abandoned? That was a little lame. That he's just like living like, in some. He weird, lives uh, yeah, on some he lives sort in a of glass box, glass box at the edge of the lake, and then he just visits Wayne Manor to go to the Batcave. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that was a tease for like in the next movie they're going to explain why Wayne Manor is in ruins, you know, and maybe that has something to do with Robin dying. Or well, something. but it's not even like in ruins; it's just abandoned. Well, it's abandoned, but like there were there was some damage to the building. You could see like the doors were missing. Also, it looked like a lame house too. It's like oh, it here's super square. Stu- yeah, the square <laughs> castle thing that we just stuck in the middle of a in field. America, yeah. of course, where they make castles. And I, I thought it was weird that like somehow they managed to make it look lamer than the Nolan Wayne Manor. Yeah, because like the Wayne Manor in Christopher Nolan's movies was pretty dumb and square shaped, and this one was literally just a cube, like. <laughs> It was, there was no intricacy. They're simple guys. I'm pretty sure (laughs) Professor Xavier's School for Gifted Children looks more like Wayne Manor. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It did. 
Um, I did like his pad though. His his little lakeside uh, secret house Good or whatever. Digs there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I also wonder, like, did he have to kill that woman after finding out where that is? Because like that that place was literally right on the Batcave. Like, it was basically no, no. The entrance was just on the river. He drives in the river. Well, and so then, then through a bunch of tunnels. But I mean, there's got to be an entrance like inside of his house. Otherwise, he's. Uh, do you think he's going swimming every time he goes to the Batcave? Yeah, what do you think? He just like leaves the door open to the Batcave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you think this girl's doing. He's probably got better security than fingerprint scanners. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the funny thing is like he probably does, and so, oh, he's yeah. got to go. He's got to say, "I'm Batman" every time. So Just let's see. We Baffleck was good. Batcave was good. Alfred was good. Batman fighting was good. Jeffrey fighting. Batman's fighting was the best part. Is when that was they're like they're like guns at the wall or guns at the door, and then all of a sudden he just busts through the wall like it's nothing. That was awesome. I love that. Although, I'm getting sick of the stupid thing that they do with Batman. Like, it was done in Batman Year One to great effect, but now it's happened like 20 times. It's always the veteran cop and rookie cop go to a crime scene where Batman is investigating, and rookie cop decides to take a shot at Batman, and then veteran cop gets pissed at him. Did like, they do that in this? Yeah, remember? He's in the room, just branded the guy, and then the rookie cop's like, oh, oh yeah. And he sees him and starts, sh- you know, firing the shotgun he everywhere shot, at him. He almost shot the other cop. I know. That part to me was like, what the? Huh? This is my first time seeing That him. was. I got really excited when that came on. I was like, it's Batman. And he's like chilling in the corner. Yeah. Well, that was cool. Although I thought like it. I'm like, that's very inconspicuous. (laughs) It lingered on him in that corner for a little too long to the point where, yeah, it looks super awkward. It's like, I hope he doesn't see me. I'm really, this is getting uncomfortable. You're not even wearing full black. You got gray on. (laughs) It would have been a great shot if the cop had been looking around a little longer and he's just hanging out there. (laughs) Uh, And they just have an awkward moment of no dialogue. Like, oh. Uh, I do like, though, that like. They call it it. Yeah. And he's still like, you know, kind of a myth. Yeah. Like, like I saw it. He's not like, yeah, here. the Batman that people are talking about all the time. It's more like that urban legend sort of thing. Not the one that fights in the middle of the daytime against <laughs> Bane yeah. with a huge brawl. In the middle of a football stadium. Um, Much yeah. less of a dark night, more of a mid-afternoon night. <laughs> <laughs> mid-afternoon night. That's a that's an oxymoron. Um yeah, I, I think most things involving Batman were pretty solid in this movie. Um, His indestructible cowl. <laughs> well, he gets shot in the head at point blank. But it does show that without the, like when, because Alfred was working on the cowl. He was working on the mechanical cowl. Mm-mm. He wasn't, he, no, he, that, that cowl right there was the regular cowl. It wasn't the one for the, the big suit of armor. I thought it was. Maybe that was why he asked uh, Superman, tell me, do you bleed? Because clearly Batman does not. He's got <laughs> so much armor. Oh, did he ever bleed in this movie? I don't think he did. Oh, no, no, he did get stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed, but did we see him bleed? That's fair. When did he get stabbed? When he was, when he was getting shot. <laughs> Remember all so the times? So knives go through it, but not bullets. Well, that happened in The Dark Knight, though. Remember when, when Morgan Freeman's like, it's really good against gunshot wounds, but it leaves you vulnerable to knives. Yeah, but this is completely different. It is. I know. <laughs> it is very different. Um, but I mean, but that is the case with a lot of armor, like with military body armor, they're much more susceptible to, to knives than they are to bullets. Yeah. But still, if you get shot in the head, yeah. the force, even the bullet doesn't hit you, it's still going to, yeah, no, it's still going to hurt pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, it's no kryptonite saber, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a spear. Whatever. Saber, spear, javelin, whatever. I was, I did like it. It doesn't matter. If Amy Adams tosses it into, like, the bottom of the lake, then it's null and void. You can't do anything. (laughs) You thought it was cool to what? 
Batman beats the living crap out of Superman. That was cool. like he wins. Yeah, like that it was, was actually. It seemed fairly believable that you know he he could do that with you know his weapons. <laughs> Crazy! All you need is a smoke bomb and Ben Affleck, and you can take out <laughs> Superman. That was a fun fight scene to watch. It was. Good. It was pretty great to see the dawning like realization, like, oh crap, I don't know how to fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I've never had to actually fight before, except when I fought Zod, and we saw how that went. Um. <laughs> this is what it's like to be a person. Crap. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and I just like Batman walking over, and in my head, I'm just like thinking that Batman's thinking, I just beat freaking Superman. Yeah. It only took me like 20 minutes. <laughs> I love the smile on Batman's face when Superman comes up to him. He's just like sitting there, and he's like, come on, get over here. You know, and he's like he's just got that, that shit-eating grin on his face as he's waiting for Superman to get his ass kicked. No, he does the he does the Dark Knight Returns uh, thing with his teeth where he like opens him like like he's really mad. He does do that a lot, a but, lot. but the, it's like it looks like st- straight out of the comic book. Yeah. Well, the the first moment though before they fight, he's sitting there grinning. Yeah. That he's like, yeah, yeah, come on, get over here, come here, come here. He, he has no idea. He has no before. idea. I'm gonna hit him with these huge sound waves in just a second. It's gonna be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even know what hit. Yeah. That was awesome. I love the moment where he catches the thing and then it just leaks out all over his face he's like what the crap yeah they show that in the trailer yeah and he catches it and it's like batman doesn't stand a chance smoke but- grenade is what they're referring to yeah yeah it's, it's a well it's grenade. a smoke grenade with like kryptonite smoke in it yeah, yeah but in the trailer you think it's a grenade you know yeah and superman's i was like what are you gonna do yeah i can catch this thing and then poof so cool oh, and apparently like it seemed like he almost fused it with like the scarecrow toxin or something because he starts talking about it. he's like you feel that that's fear or whatatever like i was wondering that too yeah, yeah. Kind of a weird offhand thing to say, so, but who knows? Um, yeah, yeah, was the was best awesome. part of this movie for sure. You know, what was weird is how quickly they became BFFs. That was <laughs> the name Martha is very powerful. Your mom has the same name as my mom. <laughs> oh, I've made a terrible mistake. I'm a friend what? of your son's. I know. Well, I'm like, okay, like friend. I think that's stretching it. You were yeah. literally trying to murder him 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, he should have mentioned that to Martha. Like violently uh, trying Martha, to murder. Yeah. Her. Like, you have no idea how many times I just pounded your son's face in. <laughs> yeah, I almost friends. stabbed him. I made him bleed. I threw grenades at him. I shot him a lot. And I kicked him in the face a ton. And then choked him and threw him off a balcony. And then put him up on, like, a spike. And I hit him in but the head then Lois seat. Lane got in the way of me stabbing him. And now we're friends. I know. That's what? That was the one moment that really bothered me. When he goes and just grabs the sink and decides he's going to slam a sink over Superman's head. That was when it turned into just WWE ridiculousness <laughs> for me. Although it was kind of funny. It was funny. It was like, I mean, you're wearing armor all over your hands. Don't you think your yeah, metal still, armor could hurt as know, much as that sink? Superman, he's like... It's like, what happened to you, Superman? Oh, I got hit in the head with a sink. <laughs> a sink. What, what are you going to do? Hit him in the head. <laughs> I mean, you can't take the urinal off the wall and hit him with it, so sink is probably as good as you can do. <laughs> Poor Superman. Yeah. Ego check. That, that, was, that was probably the one of the bigger redeeming qualities of the movie. Um, Justice League teases. Did you guys like, uh, like the, the teases? Like Cyborg, yeah. for instance? They're, yeah. they're pretty cool. Kind of easy. For them to get away with is just, you know, little files that they found of them. Yeah. Um, they were just shoehorned in. I don't know. It yeah. felt like, you obviously, you know why they did it. Mm-hmm. And I guess you appreciate it as, like, oh, hey, cool. Now I know who the characters yeah. are. That's great. But, like, Aquaman's whole intro thing. That one was like, dumb. That one was stupid. Yeah. The Flash's one was, well, neat, I guess. But doesn't really do much. Wonder Woman's like, oh, look, a picture from 1914. Guess that explains everything we wanted to know. 1918. Whatever. Yeah. You know, 
And then yeah, that cyborg true. guy. I, I don't know. I don't know him well enough. And it seems cyborg, strange. I thought was pretty cool. It's yeah, it's probably gonna it's gonna tie in with the Justice League thing with Doomsday, uh, or I mean with Darkseid, the because he used the mother box and it fused to him. Um, but yeah, that's a whole other weird thing. But I I did it was kind of like blatantly obvious when every time they show a file, all of a sudden this crazy loud pounding music comes on. Like what the f- this feels odd. Well, and also how this operating system has unique logos for all of them. That <laughs> yeah, I was strange. like, how did they... The bad guys came up with the logos for the good guys. Basically. Don't you hate that, how none of these computer systems in any movies are ever just like... Windows. Windows 10. Yeah. <laughs> OS X. Like, You'd think that'd be a really easy sponsorship to have. Right? Google Because I'm pretty sure yeah. that... Google Bing. Google Bing. I can't imagine that Microsoft really charges all that much. I'm pretty sure if they called and said, hey, can we use Windows on this? Sure, yeah. Well, they don't because every single episode of Arrow, they're carrying yeah. surfaces all around. <laughs> like, every time, every opportunity they get, they yeah, pull out a I'm surface. I'm pretty sure they could have made money on this thing. Yeah. But, uh, I know. That, uh, it is kind of crazy. Like, when you watch an episode of Arrow, they have their underground cave, and they literally have, like, 20 surfaces all around it. Like, Microsoft well, and surfaces. And they use the, you know, they always zoom in from yeah. commercial, and then they zoom out from the... Com- from the screen and everything. <laughs> yeah. But in this thing, it's Lex OS. <laughs> I know. And that's the other thing, too, is like Lex is a software designer, right? Oh, wait. Nope. He's, nope. he's nope. a chemist. He, he, oh, and also they make... Meteorologist? <laughs> Jack of all trades. <laughs> they also make weaponry. I don't know why. Yeah. It's oh. just it's strange. And he's really good at basketball. <laughs> Somehow. Sure. Somehow. And he has his own Facebook. <laughs> Lexbook. Lexbook. Did you guys notice that there were also several other files other than the ones they showed in the movie? Yeah. I did see that. Red Streak and all this other ones and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, all right, there's a little bit more to them than just like one, you know. Yeah. Um, one woman. But we've only got funding for a few of these, so we're only going to show you those. We're yeah. going to get more funding. <laughs> Heads up. we got a couple more folders. It's true. Phase phase two of the uh, the Justice League universe. Um, yeah, I I did like a lot of this movie. That's the thing. Is like we're we're kind of crapping on a lot of it. But I think there were good things well, there. It's about things we like a lot. Yeah. But the movie itself was pretty... I don't know. I'm, it was very convoluted and overstuffed. If Lois Lane wasn't in this thing, I would like this movie a lot more. <laughs> like, really, if you think about it, she was terrible. If it had less Lois Lane, less Christ imagery, and a faster pace, I think it'd be a fantastic movie. Yeah, in that order. A little less yeah. po- political, I think. Really? It got really into that with the whole, like, oh... Superman come to this thing hearing. We're trying to figure out if you're a good guy or a bad guy. That was a little dumb. The the like, public hearing for Superman. Like, that's just something I think that nobody cares about. Yeah, I know I didn't care about. It. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really care about that. This whole other dynamic of Superman. He's still boring. Yeah. And besides, I don't know if that's even believable. Like, yeah. we're gonna call a Senate subcommittee hearing about Superman who's not a citizen. Yeah. And then. We have we don't know how to send him a letter to tell him that he's being requested to be here. So we're just going to broadcast it and assume he'll show up. Yeah. So we've got all these TV cameras, all the senators, all the news reporters, all is chilling there. Hey, I wonder if he's going to show up. Oh, hey, he's well, he showed up. I'm like, really? When's the last time we ever called him for anything? This is the only time he's shown up. Okay. Well, he shows we... up in uh, Man of Steel at the very end. Well, that but gets... they're not calling him for that. He shows up when they try to send um, drones to spy on him. And he, so he crashes the drone in no, front No, no, before the, that. Well, I guess that's when uh, they said, come here or we're going to kill all humanity. Yeah, that was, that was well, for General like, Zod. All, all the footage that you see of Superman, whenever they're covering him in the news or using mm-hmm. old footage, it's like su- sort of like 
pixelated and granular. We don't yeah. even know really what he looks like. But then he's going to show up for a subcommittee hearing. Yeah. Hey, everybody, get some 1080p video of this face. By the way, I don't look anything like Clark Kent. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Um, I'm like, well, you guess you can quit at the Daily Planet. Because... <laughs> I, do, I do think Henry Cavill did a good job as Clark Kent, though. He like, did a much better job of being Clark Kent than he did as Superman. For sure. Which makes me assume that he was told to be that way for Superman. Which seems like... like why He's, can't Superman have a sense of humor? I don't, What's well, going on there? The thing is, he does. Like, the character of Superman in the exactly, comics... that's what I mean. Like, why can't the movie <laughs> Superman have a sense of humor? Because Zack Snyder's never read a comic book. He's only, That's the thing. is like Zack Snyder's impression of Superman is like Superman Returns and the Richard Donner movies. Where and and even in the Richard Donner movies, they're they're lighthearted, but Superman is a pretty solemn person. Um, but he's like, oh, I want to take away all that campiness and make this realistic or whatever. And it's like, there's there's at least ten different comic books you could have pulled from to actually I want make to a make realistic the flying story. man that can't die more realistic. I know. Thanks. Ugh. Um, Just make him cool. I know. That's the thing. Don't you don't have to take away Superman's powers to make him interesting. Just make him a likable person. <laughs> That's true. I think all they need to do with all these characters is make them freaking cool. Yeah. Like Batman, cool. Make them likable people. Like, that's it. All that's... you got to do to make these things not suck is to be cool. <laughs> yeah, like, you need to have cool I don't know why characters, I man. Get, get Bill Murray. That's it. That's all you need. Um, all right. Is there... Uh, should, we, should we give this a number rating? I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. I'll need this. I think I'll need to see it another time before I I give it a definitive rating. I give rating. it like a three on the movie and a ten on the Batman. <laughs> That's all I can put. Put him right there at a uh, six and a half. Yeah, my spot right now is right about a six. Unfortunately, what about you, Kev? I think I'd probably be about a seven. Yeah, there were good things, um, but there was a lot of bad. Yeah, Kev, you took out Batman from the mix. All, all the cool stuff that Batman did, and just had like. If you take Batman out of the mix, that means you also have to take Alfred. So I'm ended up around like a four or a five. Yeah, you know. And then if you take Wonder Woman out, I'm pretty close to like a one and a half or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you take those elements out, it's Man of Steel. <laughs> like, yeah, exa- so yeah. Superman gets like a, what, a one. Superman gets a well. He's got a two, but he's also got that you know drag down of Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. So that takes him to a one. You know. And then the character of Wonder Woman and her place in the movie yeah, oh, yeah, well yeah they, they that boosts it you know by a good four or five points and then you add in <laughs> batman plus alfred well hey now we're looking at a pretty good movie it's true gotcha. it's almost like if they were to put batman in his own solo film that it'd be no, no, no. really good well and wonder woman and wonder obviously. Woman. Okay. obviously well they are i mean it looks like they are the the sort of leaders of the justice league so I bet Superman doesn't come back to like Maybe halfway through Justice League. Maybe that's the one Hopefully. good thing about Lois Lane is that she occupies Superman. Therefore, Wonder Bruce Woman's, Wayne yeah. needs to be banging Wonder Woman, and that's I'm fine with that. That was one of the best implied things from the Justice League cartoons was that Batman and Wonder Woman were like secretly hooking up all the time. They can't show that in cartoons, but in this they can imply it. Yeah, in this they could yeah. show it. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. When I when I first saw that girl in in Bruce Wayne's bed, I actually thought that it might be Wonder Woman. Like having you did you whispered that? Yeah. You're like you think that's Wonder Woman? Because I was like, I, I thought like maybe she's doing some sort of like surveillance on him and like trying to figure out Bruce Wayne. So if Batman gets tied down to the bed, is it with her uh, amazing <laughs> special lasso? The the lasso of truth. Yeah. I think she, I mean if you've got it, you might as well use it. I mean right? that's ultimate dominance because not only are you tying him down, but then he, he can't has lie. to answer and yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. All he says is, I'm Batman. (laughs) It's his answer to everything. I'm Batman. 
It's like, ah, oh, crap. This guy is really shallow. Um, all right, should we talk about Daredevil? Let's, uh, let's move on from the crappy things and talk about something Mar- really Marvel's good. Marvel's version of the scary monster in the night. <laughs> Marvel's, Marvel's other Frank Miller character. Which is the one thing I didn't like about the show is that he was a superhero and not some scary devil of the night. We scaring missed, people. But we did miss a great transition, though, from one, one end of the Ben Affleck spectrum to the other end. <laughs> That's true. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Oh, man. That is if funny. If you want a depressing movie to watch, that is it. That is true. I actually like that. I mean, Speaking I was like eight when then, it came out, but... Other transition, his former wife, Jennifer Garner's Electra. Yeah, that's mm. true. It's what? also, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as Daredevil, but oh, jeez. That does not hold up. Yeah. It's, uh, well, so Daredevil Director's Cut was actually pretty decent, the Ben Affleck one, but it wasn't, it still wasn't great. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to go watch that. It's not, you will, now. you will it's not terrible. this TV show. It's. I mean, yeah. This TV show is is miles better than than any iteration of that Daredevil. But so well, yeah, obviously. Is do you like Elektra more than Punisher or Punisher more than Elektra in the TV series? Dude, Punisher. Punisher by far for me. Oh yeah. my gosh, Punisher. Punisher is a ten out of ten for me. He's he was so he's good. amazing and perfect and awesome. Yeah, Elektra. The way sort they of, did it. Mm, six. <laughs> she's like she she was good. She had a uh, a nice story arc like. The way she transformed throughout. Oh, you haven't finished it. No, I mean, granted, most, I'm only see, I'm only episode nine, but she seems kind of most of her story, annoying. like most of the heavy part of her story arc, does happen in the last couple episodes. Um, but I do still like Punisher more than Elektra for sure. Clearly, I mean, come on. Those first four episodes were amazing, and the way they did the Punisher as like some army coming to kill all these people, and yeah. then um, they go. No, it's just one man. It's one man. Like, that's that is the coolest thing ever. Those are my favorite kind of characters. That first so, scene when he shows up in the hospital and just starts going through that is terrible. It's crazy because I mean that was that was one great way to just like intimidate you. You know what I mean? Just to like show you exactly how crazed and serious this guy is. He's scary, dude. He's cool. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like Electra's costume. That's definitely part of Electra that I kind of hated. Just like the weird turtleneck mask. Um, not it's not even the mask part doesn't bother me. It's the fact that it looks like she just has had like some Under Armour that she put on. Well, so did uh, Daredevil in the first season. Is all that's all he wore? I guess until he got his new suit. I don't know. With hers, it just it looked like you know, like you know those like apps where you order like really cheap like Chinese clothes or whatever. <laughs> it looked kind of like one of those <laughs> things, you know. I see it. And that, that's kind of why it bugged me. I was like, oh, that looks, that just, it looks so cheap. It took seven weeks to ship in from Shenzhen. <laughs> exactly. And especially, especially, like, I mean, you were with the hand. Weren't you in China at one point? Like, couldn't you have just gotten it while you were there? Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh-huh. I didn't really like the whole, you know, hand, secret Chinese war, ninjas running around. I don't know. I don't really like that storyline. I like the Punisher. Mm. You, know, you know, the Kingpin is cool. I like him as a villain and uh, that kind of stuff. But yeah. like when they throw in these ninjas, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine with the mob, organized crime. I'm fine with uh, you know Punisher going after these mm-hmm. dudes. I'm fine with uh, you know stuff being run out of the prison. You know, uh, but then you just toss in, hey, I hear people like Chinese 
<laughs> organized crime. Let's toss that in. Ninjas. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is... The ninjas are a huge... Especially if you're introducing Electra, you kind of have to have the hand be part of that because that is pretty much her origin. Um, and Daredevil, in his history, is, has dealt with like ninjas and all that stuff Lots a whole lot. I never I knew saw- that until like I started this and I was like, I guess he fights a lot of ninjas. Yeah, he does. And like, actually, one thing I'm kind of sick of overall mm-hmm. is every Asian character in any comic book series, uh, TV, movie, or comic book is a ninja. Is a freaking ninja. <laughs> is a ninja or a nerd. That's, yeah. That's all I'm you get. I'm so sick There's of it. Like, can we else. just have like someone that's not a ninja? And ha- their costume, that, no, 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 hang on, hang on. That's no, their no. costume is just a ninja costume. It's like, that's not even a character. This is superhero stuff. They need a name, a cool logo, yeah, well, powers. We, we forgot a crucial uh, subcategory of Asian actors. There's the uh, Tokyo Drift. Oh, that's Asian. true. Oh, that yeah. That. You so, forgot so. that. They either don't know how to drive or drive incredibly insane. Like. So it's it's the Bermuda Triangle of ninja nerd to drifter like that. That's just that's the that's yeah, the triangle. And it, they don't seem to mind. No, like, well, I mean, I'm sure if you're a Chinese actor, like you're like, hey, I'm what, always gonna have work in these roles. <laughs> like, what do you think the you most? You need of, a ninja? I'll be a ninja. Yeah. What's the most offensive Asian character? Do you think is it somebody from like any sort of ninja? Is it from the Tokyo Drift sort of thing? Is it the Fresh Off the Boat TV series on ABC? <laughs> I don't know. That's you know, tough. Because I mean. It's like, I mean, did you, you guys both watched Master of None, right? No. You didn't watch Master of None? I've never even heard of it. It's a really it. good show. I've seen it sparingly, but uh, it's, yeah, uh, I understand the scene you're talking about where it's the Indian actors. Yeah, it's yeah. so Aziz Ansari's new sitcom. It's really good. It's on Netflix. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, but they do talk about that, how, how um, Indian actors, how Middle Eastern actors are always playing cab drivers. And they're all, and then like the big main roles that are known for being Indian people are actually white people playing Indian people. <laughs> And so it's it's like this thing where they're you know they'll go out since he plays an actor, um, he's always going out for roles, and then they try to get him to like Indian it up, you know, like do more of an accent and be more like Apu from The Simpsons. And so it's kind of this thing where, you know, he's got like one friend that's just always down to play that character. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, as long as I you know keep getting roles, then that's fine. And so I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of that where it's like there's certain people who are just making their money off of that, you know. There's the Jet Lees of the world that are just always going to be that guy. But then there's probably a lot that are sick of only being called to to go out for that type of role. Uh, we got a ninja rule. Be perfect. <laughs> I know. That's like having every American be a cowboy. Yep. I, I'm sure in foreign films that happens a lot, though. I mean, probably not near as since America is yeah, the film we, capital. But we make the I think we're films. probably cast more as fatties than we are cowboys. That's true. At this point, it's probably further along the I line mean, of fat I've seen person. I've Rouge. <laughs> See, I don't really care, so I don't know if other people yeah. care so. about you know their ethnic background being stereotyped. Yeah, I don't know. I think it just depends person to person. But yeah, so. this Daredevil season uh, to me does seem like it's as good as the first season. Yeah, I, th- I think it's better. Uh, the first season I thought it was really good, but I do get bored with a lot of the legal stuff. You know, the really the lawyer stuff and uh, oh, after- Foggy sucks though. Right, you don't, you don't like Foggy? I actually kind of liked Foggy this season. I hated him in the first season, but I, I really liked him. I think in this he's one. still just as annoying. <laughs> I like, think he's, he's just so there. complaining. He's not like important everything at all. about him is he's complaining and he's self conscious. That's it. That's everything about That's him. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, I, I did like John Favreau's Foggy a lot more than uh, than this Foggy, than Mighty Ducks Kids Foggy. But uh, I don't know. I, I like I liked him in this season. I'm sick of his nappy hair, but I think that's his about hair's it. Dope. 
you sh- long hair haters. It's not that I hate long hair. It's that I hate it looking all nappy and greasy all the it time. It changes. Sometimes I swear it's like longer, and then sometimes it's shorter. It's he like, might be wearing a wig. Because it like barely goes behind his ear sometimes, and then other times it's like flipping clear out behind <laughs> his neck. I'm like, wait a minute. Also, I've been kind of annoyed by the lack of uh, Jessica Jones references. Yeah. Well, it's like, kind of like... All you get is, uh, what's her name? The nurse. Clay Night Temple, nurse. yeah. Uh, there may be some more in the future episodes that you be. haven't seen. At least one. There's at least yeah, one. Yeah, and there it's is. a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. The, yeah, there are some references. Um, but at the same, it's kind of like... The, I had the same frustration with Jessica Jones, how it didn't really reference Daredevil yeah. at all. I kind of like that. You know they didn't reference, um, in words, anything from the MCU? Yeah. Anything? Aside from uh, Stark Tower Gets Ruined... Uh, posted on the wall in the newspaper room. Yeah, well, and I do like that where it's like it's I, in the same yeah, universe. Yeah, that's, that's really that's all I want is just like any sort of just feeble connection. If it's you know you see Stark Tower in the background sometime yeah. in a city shot, you know, or when they refer to the big green guy, you yeah. know, like okay, cool, give me something. That's what they they reserve that for Sh- Agents of Shield. Yeah, which they well, love it seems like that. they make more in Agents of Shield. Like it's more direct. Definitely, you know, it's because like, it is a direct connection. Yeah, but well, I mean, we're we're led to believe that this is all happening in the same universe. I uh-huh. mean, so it's like, could they make direct reference to Thor in any of these things? Like, sure, why not? It wouldn't yeah. hurt. Well, they yeah. made they made an indirect reference to Thor in the first season of Daredevil, yeah. but and that's that's what I want. Is mm-hmm. I want a couple more of those where I'm just reminded every like four episodes, like, oh yeah, there's a thing that's from this universe. Yeah. Well, I that's, that's in, Jess- cool. in Jessica Jones. They did a good job of that with like the couple that that was like that hated metahumans or whatever or superhumans. Yeah. Yeah, well, that yeah. The there's a there's a whole show, episode though. dedicated yeah. to, uh, you know, people trying to kill Jessica Jones because yeah. the Avengers. I think in season two they should have Jessica Jones have to deal with a little bit of the fallout from like the the Accords and Civil War and all that stuff since she is a superhuman. I think that'd be good. To I th- have. Yeah, I think they'll have a little bit more of that. I thought they were going to have something actually. Civil War is not out yet, so that makes sense. Yeah, but I was going to say I really I actually like it because when you read in comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like to hear the stories when they don't reference like the Avengers because there's a lot of comic books I've read with like Spider-Man and then they talk about the Avengers too much and the Avengers show up and I don't know. I just like interplay. I like the separated stories. I do too. Well, and I mean, it's no coincidence. It's no coincidence that the best stories for any individual character don't typically involve any other characters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, most Batman stories are only Batman stories with the exception of like the Tower of Babel or something like that. Like, you know, and same with most Superman stories that are the best Superman stories are just Superman stories. It's just kind of, I don't know. Well, but I mean, I, I like knowing that they're connected. Like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I know is connected, even though the story has nothing to do with anything that's happened in any of the, the other movies. Yeah. But because there's Thanos in there. Yep. And because there's the, you know, uh, Infinity Stones. Yep. You know, I go, okay. These connect somehow, even if it's indirectly. Yeah, even if it's yeah indirect and not going to happen for another like three or yeah. four years. But yeah, I just like, I like knowing that. that it's still worth me being invested in it. Yeah, I do like that too because then it's like the narrative is building towards something. Yeah, and that is that is kind of why I like Defenders. But I do wish they would reference each other a little more so, yeah. you, so that you you can more directly view. Oh, okay, something's going to happen soon. So I don't think they connect. Uh, Daredevil in these shows to the MCU because there's they're not going to connect anytime in the future anyway. Well, I mean, so what I mean is um, connecting Daredevil and Jessica Jones with each other. Yeah, so they but then, they do that a little bit, and I think it's going to get more. Um, so it, 
prominent in the future. So if Hawkeye gets his own show, is he going to be interacting with them, and is that going to be the loose connection? I hope. I I I want I want Hawkeye to get his own Netflix show, like they've like they've talked about, like the you know like Jeremy Renner is saying that he'd be down for. I would love Hawkeye to have his own. I'd watch series. it. Um, I don't know if I'd be that excited for it. I'd be so excited for it. You I'm more excited for um, Punisher. Well, you you read Matt Fraction's that. Hawkeye though, right? Yeah, and I don't remember a single thing. It well, was it read was, it again. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I loved it. It's more a year style story for sure. Mind. You you like you like more of the the violent stories that are that are more like I don't know. I like some. I like uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, so Stuff like a like really that. noir, dark mystery. I, th- I like something with a good story, you know, some violence, <laughs> real stuff, like, not like, I don't know, like, is he going to kill this guy or not mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, with Hawkeye, it was more of just like this crazy, wacky mystery, and also his life is in shambles. <laughs> like, and I love that. But- so, so given the, um, given where Marvel is at, after mm-hmm. the second season of Daredevil and where the MCU is, mm-hmm. uh, but before Civil War, obviously, did this Batman versus Superman movie close the gap between Marvel and DC, or is it just as wide, or is it farther apart in quality? I think it's slightly closer, if only for the fact that there's actually a universe there now, um, and so there's there's things to be excited for, whereas before it was like, we have no idea what's going on here or anything, and all we know of is Superman, and he's this solemn Christ figure. And so I think, I think it's it's taken a step in the right direction. Granted, not a very big step. Neil Armstrong definitely stepped further. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Chase? I don't know. I had higher ex- expectations. I had For worries sure. in my you know my mind that I was like, this might be bad, but I'm like, there's no way it can be bad. So this looks so awesome, and it just didn't live up to my expectations. Um, you know, it was like Mar- a man of steel mm-hmm. 2.0. It's kind of like, it's kind of like hooking up with the prom queen 10 years later, you know, just like, yeah. ah, that was a lot better in my, in my mind. I mean, there's a couple things I'm excited for about DC. I'm excited for the next Batman movies. I'm excited for, um, the wonder woman movies. I'm not so excited about any next Superman or any Aquaman or flash movies and stuff. I'm sort of interested in how the Flash came back and mm-hmm. gave Bruce Wayne a dream vision of some variety. Like that I'm vaguely interested in. So I'm not sure if I'm fully interested in the universe yet, but I'm mm-hmm. interested in some of the characters. For me, I, I'm super interested good. in the universe. I'm super interested in the universe, but this movie kind of took away some of my hope for the future movies. Because we've already had two movies now that have been a little bit, you know, a little less than stellar. Yeah. And also, but like, that is... Even if you look forward to the next movie, it could end up the exact same way. Like, this is going to be awesome, it could be bad, and then, you know, same result. So which movie coming up in the DC uh, uh, collection do you think will be the biggest home run? Uh, Wonder Woman. I Well, and I think The Flash has huge potential because it is being written by the writers of the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street. Oh. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty promising. But I think Wonder Woman definitely has the most potential. I'm surprised there hasn't been a just solely female superhero movie since Elect- uh, Electra. Electra. Yeah, yeah. I know that is crazy to me. Um, yeah, that's going to be really cool. One one reason I'm really excited for the Wonder Woman movie is that she. So Gal Gadot has actually been talking about Wonder Woman in these interviews, and she said 
Um, she's talking about the difference between Zack Snyder's Wonder Woman and the Wonder Woman in um, her solo movie directed by Patty Jenkins. I'll just give you guys the quote real quick. Um, There's only so much I can say, but the Wonder Woman you're going to see in Batman v Superman is a very different Wonder Woman uh, than you will see in the standalone movie. The Wonder Woman that you'll see in Batman v Superman is a woman who has been around. She's very experienced. She understands a lot about um, man, whereas the standalone movie, we are telling the the grown-up story. Diana becoming Wonder Woman, and this is a story uh, that was never told before. When she starts this journey, she's very pure, she's very naive, and she's the young idealist who does not really understand the complexities of life and the complexities of men. Because she, I mean, she comes to man's world from, you know, Themyscira or whatever. I don't know. Does that does that sound a little bit better than, than a Zack Snyder tone or worse? I think it's going to be better. I don't know, but that's actually that's what I thought about Captain America when they were going back into the 40s. Uh-huh. And that was... You know, pretty disappointing as well. That's Probably true. one of the worst Marvel u- movies is the first Avenger. The first Avenger is my least favorite Marvel so, movie. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be cool. It'll be back in the nineteen twenties or yeah, uh, teens or whatever. Yeah, it'll be. But, it's yeah, like World War One era. Yeah. So, so I mean, even if the Batman v Superman wasn't as great as we'd hoped, it is still. It's kind of like their way of launching their universe. Exactly. Like trying to catch up to Marvel. They can't do each individual character like Marvel mm. did because that would take too long. So they just went ahead and made this yeah. kind of like universe creating movie that yeah. establishes that there's a lot going on. And that's basically all Batman v Superman is right it now. It is just sort of a springboard. Is. It, and kind now of we've got to wait the, for all these yeah. other ones that, you know, Aquaman, Flash, Wonder Woman. Freaking Justice League Part Two, all this stuff. Now we have looking forward to, is, and everybody knows it's all connected. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be terribly surprised if af- after uh, the next Batman movie, the Wonder Woman movie, and Superman movie, if they mm-hmm. decide we're just going to make a bunch more Wonder Woman and Batman movies and not worry so much about making Superman. Movies. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing is they still haven't they still have not confirmed another Superman movie. Yeah. Um, there were talks that George Miller was going to do one. Um, but nothing's been like super confirmed yet, so we'll find out. Um, there's more interesting characters to do, and you know, better use of their time to yeah. make freaking the Green Lantern Corps. I, Aquaman I'm, is what I'm actually super stoked about that one. I'm okay with Green Lantern Corps only because they're not just going to make a Hal Jordan movie. That's going to be a whole like a movie about all of the the sort of Green Lantern people, especially probably most of the the Earthbound Green Lanterns. Yeah, and so I, I like that. More than one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because then it's more like a space buddy cop movie. I think, honestly, I think they're only going to have two Green Lanterns from Earth. They may. We'll see. I Uh, I guess we'll we'll just have to wait and see how they um, handle it. Hal Jordan and... uh, John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, That's just a guess, though. But I am excited. I am excited for the, the future of it, so... So, in short, I think everybody can go and see the Batman Superman movie and not... You know, worry about seeing a bad movie. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a bad Just movie. Temper the expectations and go, go for a superhero movie, not yeah. an Avengers level superhero yeah. movie. This is not the Avengers. This is not Winter Soldier. This isn't the Dark Knight. This is like Avengers mixed with Revenant, <laughs> basically. That's actually that's pretty fair. Yeah, pretty. I mean, if you put this on the level of an Iron Man two or Iron Man three, then you'll go in there just fine. Or uh, Iron Man three, I think is awesome. Um, but yeah, Iron Man two or maybe. The first Avenger. <laughs> I love Iron Man 3, and I'll defend that movie till my death. Um, anyway. I think it was all right. It had some major problems that pissed me off. Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. 
Where can they find us on social media, Chase? Instagram and Facebook and all sorts of stuff. At what username? Uh, something that might be cool or something. I don't know. This is your job. Got any last words? Suicide Squad better be freaking better than Batman and Superman. Yeah.